0: Praise the Lord this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice on this beautiful day. I am honored uh, to be here this morning uh, to share, to laugh, and to just enjoy. Um, I think, um, Pastor... Greg, for that beautiful, warm, and encouraging introductory. It's always good to have somebody say something good about you. The Bible says that it's better to have a good name than silver or gold. So it's good to have someone sharing something good about you. Bad news travels fast as people share bad news all the time. But I am glad. I am glad um, to be here. Um, as Pastor Greg said, some of the Congress is here. Um, but I just um, uh, just want to thank Riverside, um, the ones that showed up this morning. I thank them for coming out to support and to just um, join in. And I thank them for joining in uh, with the songs. I thank you, Riverside, for taking time off your schedule uh, to come out. Uh, let me say this before I get in trouble because I have to go back home I want to thank my spouse uh, especially for coming out uh, we've been married for 37 years and uh, I just like for um, my spouse to stand and you don't have to do anything but just stand and wave your hand um, that's the, the spouse for of, of 37 years um, I am just um, overwhelmed um, with the um, the love that you all have ex- exhibits um, this far, and just the the music. Um, I see um, Brandon was really comfortable. It is Brandon, right? Is it Brandon? Is someone? I know I met someone that was with the um, taking off the, the 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 shoes. Scott taking off the Scott and with the. Um, you know, just 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 comfortable. That's what God want that's what God wants us to be when it comes to worship. He wants us to get be comfortable and want us to praise him in spirit and in truth. Um our text this morning is found in the in the book of Romans, the thirteenth chapter of Romans. In the book of Romans, the thirteenth chapter of Romans, um I um Think this would be a, appropriate for today, for this hour, for this time. Um, uh, 13th chapter of Romans, uh, beginning with verse 8. I will, we'll read verse 8 through um, um, 14 and, and and try to um, unwrap those scriptures some type of way with some meaning to them. Um, beginning with verse 8 in the book of Romans, the 13th, 13th chapter, and I'm reading from NIV um, translation, so if you're reading from a different translation, the language would be a little different from what I'm reading. But in the book of Romans, the 13th chapter, beginning with verse 8, um, uh, verse 8, let no debt remains outstanding except the continued debt to love one another's. Whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandment you should not commit adultery, you should not uh, murder, you should not steal, you should not covet, and whatever others command there may be all it may be all sums up in this one command, love your neighbors as yourself. Love does no harm to neighbors. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And uh, let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, Almighty God, creator of this universe, the one that created man and the one that created earth, we come this morning to say thank you, Lord, for Allow me to share in this uh, ministry, share in this uh, worship experience right now. But Lord, I realize that I can do nothing without you but fail. So Lord, I pray that I will decrease, but your spirit will increase in me in a way this morning that I'll be to share something to encourage and to inspire someone. We give you the honor and we give you the glory. Holy name, I pray. Amen. I thank you once again, Pastor Greg, for your love, for your support, and uh, uh, I just want to say this: um, uh, your pastor has always um, been the same. He's never um, wavered. He's always um, always exhibit love. Um, with our past experience working on project with when he was at Hope Church or uh, formerly Crystal. Um, he had never wavered so I thank God for you pastor and um, I just want to say to this congregation you all are blessed with a genuine and true man of God so our uh, our t- our t- our subject this morning is um a good kind of debt a good kind of debt past several uh, months in Minneapolis um, a police officer had, placed George Floyd in a squad car. Uh, Minutes later, two police officers arrived and pulled him out of the car. Floyd, uh, out of the squad car, threw him down. And uh, one officer placed his knee uh, on George Floyd's neck for eight eight minutes and a half. Uh, In this global uh, America, Marching, marching of injustice accor- occurred. Riding, many businesses destroyed by fire, looting and stealing occurred. Over a hundred businesses in the area closed. Some near, some will never reopen. This destructive crisis dilemma caused thousands of. Of businesses and residents in this running five miles radius of South Minneapolis, on 38th in Chicago, it costs thousands struggling, struggling to 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 purchase grocery. Minnesota rise, Minnesota, the Minnesotans rise and assist. The Minnesotas assist. Many from surrounding suburbs, Eagan, Eden Perry, Edina, Buffalo, Northern Minnesota, led the way, they led the way, led the way in charitable, charitable. Led the way in giving giving time, energy, money also system with food. As I drove around, it was many, many, many showed up at the various churches in the area exhibiting love. They didn't know George Floyd. They didn't even know anything about the police officer, but they knew their duty as a Christian. That when there's a need, Assisted with food and beyond all is all it was all about love. I was totally, I was totally amazed within weeks of marching and rioting and looting. I was amazed when I checked the church voicemail a man named Harry, a man, an elder, a missionary named Harry from Buffalo Evangelical Free Church left a message stating, stating what could he do or what could the church do to assist. Because this, this destruction, this it happened right within half a mile of Riverside Church. Larry, Harry heard about it and wanted to know what could he do to help. And I'm sure Larry got permission from his senior pastor Greg to call. Church, uh, church I, I need you to have you to write this down. Church, that's intentionally demonstrating love to a community's struggling to purchase groceries stores was closed stores were closed but harry reached out and i'm sure his senior pastor gave him okay to call riverside church i set up appointment to visit harry and he just shared he didn't know all he knew that god has has called him to to be of any assistance that we need and as Larry, as Harry continues to share, uh, I learned that his pastor was Greg, I didn't know who his pastor was at first from Evangelical Free Church. And I said, oh, I know your pastor. Been knowing him for years. Um, Greg had said several years, but I've been knowing Greg for over 13 years or longer. But you never waver. He's always been shown benevolence and one to sis." This morning, for some of my Bible scholars, uh, you get a chance to read. Um, today's, script, today's scripture defines love as a good kind of debt. You can write this down. Good time of debt. I, I, I feel like preaching this morning. Let me see how much more time that I have. I said, Today's scripture defines love as a good kind of debt. Earlier in Rome, you get a chance to read. Earlier in Rome, Paul described the government as God tool for good. He had encouraged, he had encouraged us to obey our government, government authorities. Uh, when you look at uh, when you look at uh, verse one, it talks about to uh, to respect our government. It said he encouraged us to obey our government authority and to pay taxes. Then he shifted, he shifted to debt that we can never fully pay. We can try but we can never fully pay. Then he shifted to a fully debt that is a debt of love. You may be able to pay off your mortgage, your boats, uh, your cabin, lake cabin, you may be even, you may be even able to buy your last vehicle with cash, hopefully you may have paid off credit cards every month, although lots of Americans do not, some Americans, they don't, they don't pay those credits every month, we should pay, our, we, listen, God want us to be good stewards, God wants us to be responsible, we should pay our debts. We're going to be looking at the debt of love. Pay our our, our debts. Paul says one debt you will never finish paying off is the debt of love. I I, I just need to stop one minute, just stop and pause and say to let you know love, church, is kind. Love is long suffering. In the book of Corinthians, it states in the book of Corinthians, the first uh, Corinthians, the 13th chapter, it says love is love. It said love never fails. It said you can you can it, 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 Paul was talking about the gifts of love and he said love never fails you can have the uh, you can have the gift of knowledge you can have all knowledge go to whatever private school and gain all the knowledge secular worldly knowledge you can be able to prophesy but if you don't have love it profits you nothing is that right church i believe i'm right about it this morning it's important to exhibit love jesus taught jesus taught a lot about love when asked what is the greatest command, he replied without hesitance, without hesitation, love the Lord your God with all your heart. And that's what love should start. I just want to just help someone this morning. Love should start with loving God. If you don't love God with all your heart and soul, it's gonna be difficult, a challenge to love others. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. And all your soul. When one loves God with all of his heart and soul, he's going to obey the books of the law. He's going to obey the books of the Bible. He's going to pray, have a prayer life. He's going to have a devotional life. And secondly, I want to say love should start at home, church. It should start at home and go abroad. There's many missionaries and many pastors today that the children are sure not even disrespecting the church community not even attending the church because the parents is not set an example at home. I'm trying to help someone out. I mean, it's very important that we start at home. Show love to that daughter, show love to that son. Get involved with their, get involved their homework. Spend time with them. That's just showing love. Listen, I'd rather see a sermon than to hear one. Many, many will stand and they will talk about uh, living the Bible, preach a sermon, but living the life, setting example, following Christ is very essential. And one way of model Christ is exhibiting love. Exhibiting love. He was humble. He was humility. He showed love to all, to the outcast. When, uh, when he encountered someone who needed help, he showed love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength. And then he and then Jesus went on to, Jesus went on to say, He said, The second is like it, love, love your neighbor. This is the debt you can never pay. Love your neighbor as yourself, Matthew 22, 37, and and 39. He told, he even told a story to define the word neighbor. He even shared a a story to define the word neighbors. In Luke, uh, you don't have point to get it now, but in Luke, the 10th chapter, verse 25 and 37. In Jesus' time, people thought of neighbors as someone like them, someone they liked and got along with, but the actual Greek, the actual Greek word means anyone in physical proximity. That's a Greek word. You get a chance, that's a Greek word. Yeah, I thank God I had a opportunity to study Greek in seminary and you know, some in, in, in college. I'm sure um, some of you, I'm sure some of you is familiar with Crown College. If you're familiar with Crown College, raise your hand. Thank you. That's where my alumni are Crown. I love Crown College. I'm sure not, not very many of you are probably alumni of, of Northwestern, um, of Luther Seminary. But um, so, but it's good to, to be able to know the Greek. The Greek means anyone in proximity is your neighbor. That's the Greek word. So in the story that God, in this story that Jesus wanted to point out to the fine neighbor, the story, the story is of a good Samaritan. I think we all have heard the story. The is of a good Samaritan. Jesus described two church leaders. He described two church leaders who were not good neighbors when they were in close proximity of someone in need in close proximity of someone in need. We know the story about the good scenario. In close proximity of someone in need, they pass him by. They pass him by. The hero of the story was someone very different in ethnicity, uh, very different in culture. Someone in any self-respect Jews would look down their nose at it. Yet the good Samaritan saw a Jewish fellow in need. I mean, there was different nationality, different culture, but he saw a Jewish fellow in need. He immediately, he immediately interrupted his schedule to help. He even paid out of his own pocket. I think you know the story. He even paid out of his own pocket to provide the man. Of shelter, to for to recuperate. This was love and action, church. He intentionally we and I, I said it earlier in my introduction, but we need to intentionally reach out to someone from a different nationality to show love. And I'll share in a few minutes of how you'll be blessed. But we intentionally, Jesus' story suggests that your neighbor is anyone whom you cross path with, anyone you come past with, not just the neighbors next door. Huh? Not just the ones on your job, but anyone you uh, anyone you come past with, huh? Anyone? He suggests that your neighbors, anyone whom you cross path, who are in who we are supposed to love, love your neighbor as yourself. Huh? I said, love your neighbor as yourself. We do a we we do an awesome. We doing how much more time? We do an awesome job of loving ourselves. We can do that easy. Uh, one don't have to read a book. Uh, one don't have to watch the show or look up on Google on how to love yourself. Huh? We, we do an excellent job. Paul, Paul wrote that we should love everyone for two basic reasons. Huh? That's one point I want to make. For two basic reasons, point I want to make. Uh, because God says so one point I want to make because God says so in verse 8 you get a chance uh, read verse 8 that's the basic meaning behind the parable of the good Samaritan Paul echoes it is here to want to keep the commandments love everyone huh, that's I need to stop that's that's a challenge for, for most stuff to love everyone easy I said to love yourself love your children, but to love everyone uh-huh. Love everyone. There's be some people's gonna run rub you the wrong way. You may get rubbed the wrong way on your on your job, with your career. Co-workers may rub you the wrong way. Um, you're doing a, a hundred percent um, in your productivity at work, and cover the the co-workers consistently go behind your back. Um, telling the co- the manager, supervisor, that he's doing all the work and you're doing the less work. Sometimes the coworkers rub you the wrong way, but we still have to show love towards them. We still have to show the ones that irritate us. We still have to show one. As a ch- Christian, as a Christian, as a child of God, we need to rise above a person, a non-believer with a worldly attitude. We need to rise above so they can see Christ living within us. They can see Christ in us. That's us preaching as we rise above their ergus. We rise above their uh, worldly behavior. Rise above, rise above. So they, they'll, they'll eventually they may say, I want to be like you. You know, what, what is it about you? And then you can share the gospel. Let me move on. So Paul, so Paul goes on. He goes on to say, keep from murder. Keep from murder. He says, keep from murder or adultery. Love everyone if you go with Jesus. If you, if you go with Jesus' broader definition of murder and adultery, we could say, want to stop harboring haters and lust in your mind. That's what he's saying. We need to, we need to prohibit. We prohibit from harboring hate. Huh? Murder. Uh, see I, I think sometimes one thinks that uh, murder is just when you physically use a weapon to to harm, to kill someone. But when one harbor hate in their mind when you when you use um very hatred word, when you use some very negative words, you're killing that person. They become emotionally emotionally drained, they want to give up. So we need to prohibit from harboring hate. Um one another and, and and he goes on to say "There should not commit a adultery uh, stop harboring lust in your mind, it's important that our mind God wants us to have a clear mind a mind that's focused on him it talks about in the Old Testament we need to meditate on the word meditate on the word day and night not a mind harboring on lust, harboring of the things of this world but harboring on the Lord as we focus more and meditate on the word on the Word of God God will be able to exhibit the type of love that's um, the kind that we can never pay off so we want us to not harbor not harbor on the lust the Bible speaks of so as man think is a sore person think so is he is one thinking lustful um, he's gonna have a lustful worldly mind uh, let me go on um Sure, what you um, as he goes on and Paul is Paul Paul is not Paul or Jesus telling us to love ourselves and I, I pointed out early it's easy to love ourselves don't you have to we are good at doing that naturally loving ourselves we cry for meds. we 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 we, we good at loving ourselves when we're feeling well we will love ourselves when we're not feeling well we Love ourselves to the most that we want to cry out to get mad so we can feel better or, or see a doctor when we're hurting. We, we, we love ourselves so much, and then we love our children so much when they get a little ache. Oh, mom, I ache, mom, dad, I hurt myself. Uh, it's it's naturally they love that child so much that you want to make sure that they get uh, uh, some medical attention, it's important. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's naturally it comes naturally for for the family for the for the, uh, the parents to love the children, but how about the one that you don't know? Um, and I said earlier the Greek word it talks about the proximity, the, your neighbor, the proximity to one that that that's close to you. Uh, how about that? How how about it? It can be I know it can be uncomfortable, um, but it's um but I'm reminded of of um, Harry, um, I'm reminded of Harry as he called about what can I do to, to help. I, I I learned and I understood, I learned on the news and I read the papers that many uh, is lacking food because the grocery stores in the area are all shut down. They're closed down and no one knows when the grocery stores are gonna be open. But Larry showed love. He, he observed a need and he intentionally he intentionally came down South Minneapolis. What came down South Minneapolis to a, 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 a church that's predominantly African American. Sit there in my office with five or three other individuals and share, you know, what God has placed on his heart. It's intentionally, it's, we need to intentionally exhibit love to all people. Is that right? Move on. God, we we want God to love us. If we want God to love us, we need to show love to others. Can I get a witness somebody wanted? Can I get amen? We need to, we want God to love us and care for us and provide for us. We love, we, we love ourselves naturally, I put it. Now we, now we, we just need to extend the this, this same level of attention to those around us. Even those with different, I pointed out earlier, but even those with difference that's different from us even those that's different from us, even those that even speak different from us, may not be intelligent as we are, may not have received a college degree, may not even attend attended a college, may not even have a, a, the same position of God, the same position as the career that you have. One may be an engineer, one may be a doctor, one may be a pilot, but if that individual is a janitor, we still need to treat that person the same way, exhibiting love to that individual. I'm feeling good this morning. I'm feeling good this morning. When, when we do that, when we do that, um, Buffalo Evangelical Free Church, when we do that, Paul says we are keeping God's perfect law. When we do that, we are keeping God's perfect law. That's the law. That's the law that we want to keep, not man's law. We want to live a life contrary to man. We want to obey the law of the man, but we are keeping God's perfect law. And God's perfect law is found in the Old Testament. Some individuals, they throw out the Old Testament and just want to read the Old Testament. But God never threw away the Old Testament. So the law in the Old Testament, you'll find, especially in um, Exodus, but in a uh, law in the Old Testament, we find in the law of Old Testament, the books of the Pentateuch, the five books of the Bibles, the Pentateuch. If you're going to, um, in, in particular in Exodus, it would uh, it teaches us about the, the commandments. Praise God. Paul says we're keeping God's perfect law. If we love God, and love our neighbors as ourselves, and everything else will fall into place. Is that right? If you do it God way, this whole ideal of this, uh, the kind of debt we can never pay off, if we do it God way, it works out. If we do it God way, it works out in a in a huge way you receive huge benefits huge blessing when you when you live a life god way and living a, god, a life god way is living by the word of god living by god's word not just by the old testament but by every book of the bible living by god's word living by god's word and there's great i said there's great benefits. Great benefits. I think I think somebody know about benefits. If you look at the secular world, in the secular world, you work for 3M, a Fortune 500 company, you got great benefits. You work for um, whatever Fortune 500 company, that you have benefits. So you have great benefits, and I'll tell you more about the benefits. But when you, when, when listen, when one reads the Bible, and I'm, I'm going home. When when one reads the Bible and they learn about uh, demonstrating love to all to yourself to all people to your to your um, family, when you read and you study it, and you research and learn about living in life, we need to do what the words say. Do is that right? Yeah. Do what the words say. Do. Oh my God! Let me let me go on home. It's in Galatian, the sixth chapter of Galatian in sixth chapter galatians verse 10 says therefore we have an opportunity let us go go, go, turn to galatians with me i'm trying to do a little teaching this morning in galatians is sixth chapter verse 10 therefore as we have an opportunity let us do good to all people especially those who belongs to the family of believers. And so what does that all mean? It all means the ones, especially those that are Christians, especially said one that uh, all believers bl- bl- belongs to the family, to all, to the Christian. And who is a Christian, my brothers and sisters? As I ask the question, as one ask the question, who is a Christian? It, a Christian is not the one just dressed up with a suit on. It's not the one that comes to church every Sunday morning. That's not That's not the Christian. Some people tend a church every Sunday morning because that's the church of the parents and that's the church of the uh, uh, the significant other, the church of the grandmother tend. But a Christian is one that will repent of their sin and and confess their sin and put their faith in Christ and start living by the word of God. That's the Christian. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Love. Love. Huh? I want to look at this one area. Agape love. Then I'm going home. Uh, 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 Agape love. God kinds of love is love in action. Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah, I heard a word the other day that says action speaks louder than words. It's love and action. Love that does, does good to everyone we meet. Love and action. Basically, Paul is saying we need to intentionally, as I pointed out earlier, we need to ex- intentionally exhibit love to all cultures and, all, and peoples of all social status. Rather, as I pointed out earlier, all social status. It doesn't matter what his income is or what our income is. I said all social status, huh, as I pointed out earlier, well, he's a janitor, huh, huh? We love others because this is the reason why we should love others, huh? Not because your mother told you so, that's good, that's good teaching mother, because God, huh? Because we love others because God commands it. God commands it. You're a child of God, we're gonna do what God commands us to do. Not be influenced by your friends, huh? Sometimes your friends are influenced. you say you should love. Then next thing you know, your friends your friends are saying you should not love. Friends sometimes people sometimes can be fickle. Sometimes they doing. Sometimes they're great and honest, and sometimes they're fickle. Huh? One other point I'm leaving. Jesus command. Jesus is coming back, church. I got to let you know that Jesus is coming back. Paul wrote with expectation that Jesus could return at any moment. It was not that Paul was. Paul was on some kind of time limit he and other biblical scholars simply knew that he's Jesus is coming Jesus is coming back Jesus died he's coming back church he's coming back uh, like a twinkling of an eye he's coming back he's going to return and no man and no boy or girl know when he's going to return we live in the last days. He's coming back. If you look at the signs and look what's going on in this global world that we live in, you look what's going on. You see natural disasters. You see more injustice than it ever been before. We see um, various disease, the corona the disease, the coronavirus. This should let you know he's coming back. So the good news is, for one, today that we need to get ready. We need to be ready, not get ready, but we need to be ready when he comes, ready when we come back because when he comes back, he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. He's going to separate. Listen, there's two roads, church. There's a broad road and there's a narrow road. The broad road is headed for destruction, and many um, is headed for destruction today that if he or she's not right with the Lord. And so I may be saying, well, Pastor Lee, what do you mean um, he's coming back and a person needs to get right with the Lord? Um, He um, sent his son, Jesus, to the cross. Uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You can repent of your sin and ask the Lord to come into your life. It doesn't matter what you've done and how you've done. God, grace is mercy. God will forgive you your sin. And once one repent of their sin and put their faith and trust in life, and God, they will um they will be a child of God, a Christian. And that's when you um should live uh, by the word of God. Uh, you should live um. You should exhibit love to all peoples. Start at home, as I pointed out earlier, exhibiting love to your children, um, exhibiting love to your spouse. Uh, I really believe today that's why many churches are, uh, Many, um, div- I really believe today, that's why the divorce rate is, is high. Is so high today amongst Christians today. The divorce rate among Christians is just as high as it is as a non-believer. In church, that should not be. But one of the primary reasons that I believe, if I had to suggest one of the primary reasons, there's no love at home. <laughs> there's no love at home. Love their spouse, uh, uh, God has loved you, love your spouse, uh, love the children and spouse, love your husband back, and uh, when you doing all that, is spending time and doing um, things and with your child, with your spouse, going on vacation, and your marriage would be blessed. Uh, but as I go to my seat, I want to say, as I pointed out earlier, there's benefits um, when you um, do God way and live by God because there's no benefits um, living a sinful, sinful life. There's no benefits in it. You may receive some temporary joy, but there's no benefits in it because the Bible said that the wages of sin is seen as death, but the gift of God's eternal life. But when you live it, the life that God has taught you, if you take this book of Romans, verses 8 through 10, and exhibit love to all people, you will be blessed, be blessed with peace, you will be blessed with joy,